0: Welcome back to another episode of No Funkin' Strictly Munkin', the only podcast where if airlines banned any Funkin' in bottles over three ounces, we would still be able to board planes because we don't have Funkin' of any kind. I don't know, we're in season seven, there's, there's only so many possibilities left. I'm your co-host, G. Christy, joining us always by Andre Bar. Andre, how are you?
1: All aboard! I'm not even sure if that's something you say um, on a submarine, but I'm just going to say it.
0: I'm not really familiar with submarine lingo, but I think most things that apply to boats, I can assume, would work for a submarine. But uh, I could be wrong. Um, yeah, we're talking about Mr. Monk is underwater. Um, which, you know, the title doesn't immediately give it away, because he could just be underwater in any other way. But um, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I thought it was weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this is an example <laughs> of an episode that... The Monk can't be on, in my opinion, it's hard to do a good episode where he is under constant stress that like there's no respite from it, that there's no that like it's just like he is having his worst nightmare the whole time. It really just makes it, it just feels like honestly kind of painful to watch. But it's like not even
1: that. It's like just kind of boring and like uh, you know because it happens like in a submarine. It's very contained and like mm-hmm. not in a good way, not like in a compelling way. Because um, there's nothing new about it. Like if they would have like come up with some sort of weird angle for all this, then it would have been cool. Um, but then it's just uh, yeah, it was kind of like a lame, uh, lame like uh, busting the, the the criminal in the end too. It was yeah. just like a lot of blah. Like it was fine. It was whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I I also think that what having him under such stress does is that I think it. Um, it may—I think that it is kind of disappointing that the murder itself has nothing to do with it being on a submarine, really. Like, that murder could happen anywhere. Um, and that, like, there's nothing—beyond the stress that Monk's under, there's nothing essential to the plot about it being a submarine. Um, and, like, it just kind of feels like—I um, don't know. It, It's—yeah, it's definitely not my favorite. Um, but uh, let's just go through it. We start off in a control room um, where we meet Commander Nathan Whittaker. Um, played by the wonderful character actor William Atherton. I think it's Atherton. you pronounces it. Who, of course, made a career playing just the worst people alive. Um, and he's no different in this episode. His real last name? Hmm? What's Tom Cruise's real last name? Uh, it is Mapother.
1: Ah, oh, okay. Never mind. I thought for some. Okay, never mind.
0: Nope. Um, but because I know uh,
1: he has a brother that's like an actor too. Right? He does. Like I think it's really like a half about. brother.
0: So okay, so we're back. There's was a brief. T- you might have noticed that Andre's audio was a bit off to begin with, some tactical difficulties. But anyway, uh, no, this is not Tom Cruise's other brother. Tom Cruise's other brother just it looks weird. I don't even know, you know if it's like. His, I don't know if it's his brother. I think it might be, but I don't know if it's full blooded brother because he doesn't look anything. William, like William Apothor. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Whitaker's giving orders, um, and apparently the second command Pierce is nowhere to be found, um, and the he, he's getting pierced. Oh, man, I mean I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That feels like that could be an innuendo for a lot of different things. But the problem is the door to his cabin is locked. So they go to his office, they try to they knock on the door and uh, some bad news from inside the door you hear a little BANG like Mike Breen. BANG Um Yeah. Yeah, and
1: uh, and so they like they break their way into the door into in through the door And they find him on the floor, apparently of a of a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and
0: uh, and a bottle of vodka next to him. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so then we cut to uh, Natalie greeting Stephen, who is uh, an old friend of Stephen Albright. Yeah, who is an old friend of Mitch's from the Navy, played by Casper Van Dien, Um, and um, you know he's. uh, Oh, we'll get to it. He I never, just, he, he's never been better. That's fair, but like, we're talking about Casper and Dean here. I don't know how low the bar... As far, as low as the bar will go for an actor's acting ability, is, I think is what we're into. But um, uh, Hey, but anyway. listen,
1: he fucking killed it in Starship Troopers. Yes,
0: but the whole reason he killed it in Starship Troopers is because he was the only one who didn't get that. It was supposed to be satirical. <laughs> right, right. But still. Um, but, you know, so it's apparently been nine and a half years since Mitch's memorial. Um... Uh, they talk about how Julie's away for the weekend, which is, of course, you know, just make sure that she's not involved in the plot. because um, I guess Emmy Clark wasn't available to fly to Los Angeles. Um, and then uh, Monk is there, fumbling with a handheld uh, vacuum. But, but,
1: but, but, but okay, now hold on. But okay. before yeah, okay, that, yeah, yeah. There, there's, like, some obvious, like, weird sexual yeah. tension okay. that's, that's just right there. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, normally I'd be like, this is kind of fucked up. But it's been nine and a half
0: years, like... If it's gonna be anybody, it would probably be somebody that, like... That's fair, I guess. I could see it both ways. The reason why I feel exactly that... Not exactly opposite way, but I feel... I agree that it is... That it's not unprecedented... For this to happen this way. But the fact that it feels like he's coming in with that intention almost is, like, really fucked up to me. It doesn't feel That's like... That's true. You know, because she's kind of, like, feeling it out, like, you know what? But And she seems conflicted about it. He seems completely unconflicted about it at all. It seems like the moment he sees her, it's like, oh, I gotta smash. And, like, that is, like, wild.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. I didn't even think about that. But, I mean, it doesn't take very long for her to get
0: into oh, it. No, I don't think either of them... But, like, at, at least, like... I guess the thing for me is that like, he should at one point be art say like, are you sure? Like, and the fact that he doesn't, because like this is your your friend. Like, I just, what's in the fact that it, it's her that has to be like, I don't know if I can do this. Is like, that's fucked up, man. Like, that's like, I can't. You're his yeah. friend. Um, anyway. We'll get to it when we get to it. I have some thoughts. Anch- anchor's away, I guess. Exactly. You just... Now, we're, this is the second time where you did an innuendo where it sounds like an innuendo, but it's not quite clear what if the innuendo is. <laughs> anchor's away with his anchor, I guess. I don't know. Oh, my God. Anyway, apparently, though... <laughs> I'm not even going what, 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 what do you even say? Apparently, <laughs> though, he's not there just to see Natalie. He's there because he needs to talk to Mom.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, obviously... Uh, well, not obviously, but he has some sneaking suspicions about the circumstances revolving uh, uh, Pierce's death, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, he thinks that there might be some foul play, and uh, he just wants uh, Monk to come take a look and just, you know, reassure him or just let him know that
0: he's being crazy or whatever. Yeah, I think more, I think the like one of the main problems I have with this episode starts off here, where like usually when there's like someone who's like, I know this person didn't actually kill themselves, or I know it was an accident, they have. An actual piece of evidence and S- steve's only evidence is just that he wasn't back on alcohol he wouldn't do this you know what i mean and like that's actually not evidence at all like that's not there really just isn't any reason to believe like if someone's friend killed like well for every person in the world who actually does shoot themselves in the head there are people who would say they couldn't have possibly been that way they wouldn't have done that you know what i mean like that's just kind of how that happens unfortunately
1: yeah, I mean it's it's usually a surprise. I mean you'd want to say that because um, well, because oh, it's serious, a big
0: but. L. It's a big L if you saw it coming. That's not great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So apparently, uh, but he says like then we we had plans to go to a Giants game when we were here, um, but the NCIS ruled it a suicide. Which Mark Jeff, Harmon is on the case? Yeah, Mark Harmon's on the case. They're really, you know, big win for them that NCIS became such a popular show that they could just say NCIS. Because you know, in like two thousand, if two thousand really came out, two thousand one, they'd have to be like, you know, the Naval Criminal Investigation Service uh, said that it was. Dude, honestly, I, I'm not even
1: joking. Like the fact that like that's like or that was or is one of the biggest shows like on television. It still is. It it's was an insane thing. Oh, I, like, I, I, I watched ever...
0: it a lot as a kid.
1: Sure, fine, but like, when do you ever think about crimes that happen on naval-like territory? Ever!
0: I mean, yeah, the reason is, I think it's because just the way that the show is done. Like, it has very little to do with the Navy part of it. I think it's just that people, older women love Mark Harmon for one. Um, okay, I was
1: just gonna say, I thought it was a bunch of horny older women liking men in uniform. Yeah,
0: and the thing is, most of them are not in uniform, though, they're, because they're the NCIS is a civilian body. Because Okay, but they interview
1: people that are in yes, uniform. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, but the reason that older women tune in is because of Mark Harmon. Like I can tell you, my great aunt who's in her eighties, huge fan of Mark Harmon. Um, she also is a big fan Mark, of Nathan Fielding, which why she watched Castle. You know, there's a, uh, you know, there's certain guys. Um, How does she
1: feel about Jeffrey Dean Morgan?
0: Why would she know who Jeffrey Dean Morgan is? I
1: don't know. Maybe she's a big uh, Walk Watchmen head?
0: My oh no! Wait, Walking Dead, Walking
1: Dead, Walking Dead.
0: My great aunt doesn't have cable, much less uh, wants to watch a zombie show, but. Um, okay, fine. Anyway, uh, so they got he is go he's he has Monk if he can go on to the boat with them, and he does say boat, which is this is just dishonest. Like he acts like it's an innocent mistake. Like oh, we just call it a boat. If you're talking to a non-person in the military, you would never just say it's a boat.
1: Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Like I'm. I'm like whatever about boats, but I certainly would not ever try to get onto a submarine. Like ever, ever, ever. And like I I have never even seen Hunt for Red October.
0: I think this is another one of those times where Monk is in a situation where the average person wouldn't be okay with it, but it's presented like obviously he goes more crazy than the average person would. But like I think most people aren't mentally equipped to be in a submarine for a long period of time. (laughs) Like that's just pretty normal.
1: I mean there's a reason why most like
0: people in the Navy don't end up on submarines, I guess. Yeah. It's not for everybody I mean, yeah The only submarine I want Is a submarine sandwich Um Oof. Or maybe even a, a Yeah, no Um She has the submarine sandwiches Um Anyway What makes them a submarine? Is it just the shape? The, yeah, the length and shape Because like, originally, you know Or like the big ones Like a sub Uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I what's, do What's the difference between that and a hoagie? A hoagie is just a Philadelphia version of it it's a sub, is what they most of the country calls it. In New England, they're called Grinders. In New York, they're called Heroes. Right. And in Philadelphia, they're called Hoagies. So I grew up calling them Heroes until... Like, I knew that other people called them Subs, but until I moved to Florida, I in my house, it was always, like, was, we'd eat, like, meatball heroes. Um, which, uh, Interesting. I'm a big fan of that. Um, yeah. It's nice, like, saying Hero. You know, it's fun. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, we... Go on to the, go to the boat, and I'll just say this, just some really dreadful green screen, like Star Wars prequel level green screen here. It's
1: pretty bad, yeah, it's pretty bad. This and at the end of it, I'm just like, well, you know, it's USA, they didn't, they weren't the powerhouse that they are today. No.
0: Yeah, they were too busy welcoming in characters, so they didn't have, um, didn't have the money. (laughs) Nice. Anyway, we learned that Natalie has like a special belt, which is obviously important for the end, but, uh... Monk says they say about enlisting because no one's shaking hands, they're saluting. And I really do like the joke of don't joke about enlisting. Why not? Because I love America. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's crazy. Um,
1: but yeah, so they show they show them the, the ship or I'm sorry, the submarine. It's the USS Seattle. And Monk, like we said, uh, you know, he's freaking out about it because it's like the opposite of a boat. A boat floats, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And submarines... We do the complete opposite, my friend, so yeah, again, exactly. just, just
0: bad luck. Submarines are one of those things where, I forget who tweeted it a couple weeks ago, where like a big, not a big tour person, but someone I follow with a lot of followers, just like, the of all the things in the world, the thing that I just cannot wrap my head around understanding how it works is a submarine, and I'm the same way. Like, I just can't intellectually understand what's going on with a submarine to make it work. And I, you know, I actually, just, I just kind of accepted that it's just not going to happen.
1: I kind of wonder. I mean, I kind of feel that way about planes too. Um, I know that there's a scientific reason for why it works, but the idea that something that heavy could just sustain itself, like yeah, that, I mean, it's I the know. thing
0: with planes specifically is just that, like, think about how like a model airplane flies, and then think about how how because a model airplane needs to go a certain speed in order to fly, right? Because it needs to get right. To, just think about the how lift. much faster you would need to go for a regular plane, which is why planes go hundreds of miles an hour. So, that's kind of just... Right. It's the same principle. Now, I understand why it's... So what about I, turtles? What, what do you mean? Like, turtles. How do turtles work? Or, like, isn't that like a submarine? I, I don't know. I don't know about submarines. I'm talking about planes. I mean, can't you just make that assumption? Like, I mean... I don't, see, I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I think it probably... Or whales. With, whales. Yeah, something with like, taking in water. Um, and... Well, the whales, I believe, are... Uh, Yeah, I honestly have no fucking clue. I really don't know. Yes! We got him, folks. It's very rare for me to, like, even find something where I can't even bullshit. Because usually, like, I know about 80% of the things I say The 20% is just me cobbling together bullshit and sounding like I know what I'm talking about. But it is rare to find something where it's like, I don't even have the the random facts that I've just seen one day on, like, TV to cobble together a fake explanation. Normally,
1: you would have just pivoted to like that one, like Dutch lady who was murdered, that journalist lady who was killed, like on a submarine. Oh,
0: oh, I forgot about her. Wow. Man, I thought that was that would have been
1: episode. Okay. Yeah, I know.
0: Honestly, honestly, yeah. She (laughs) was cut up a bunch of pieces. Yeah, that's so fucked. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so they get on the, the monk says he'll go on for just three minutes. Um,. Yeah. and so they get on Le- uh, luckily
1: for him luckily for
0: him Albright has a timer uh, yeah. or a stopwatch on him yeah so they get in the subway the subway they get in the sub and uh, monk <laughs> is holding his breath um and then he says all right I am pretty sure he killed himself and why is that uh, uh why Cause because I've Eddie been he in would've... here for 10 seconds and I only, you know, I don't <laughs> want to commit suicide which is funny you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's not funny at all to say to someone who just. No, 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 no. It's
0: funny to watch. <laughs> it's not funny that he said that.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. But uh, apparently, we learn as we go into the, ca- the quarters of Pierce um, that the captain, I mean, the commander, called a surprise drill. Um, and then when, he, when Pierce didn't show up, they heard the gunshot and kicked down the door. Um, and the keys were in Pierce's pocket.
1: Yeah, so he was the only way that someone could have gotten inside. So you know, further cementing the
0: fact that it looks like it was just suicide. But then someone catches Monk's eye. He gets asked for the tweezers, and uh, he gets a piece of what looks like some type of plastic that has the residue of like duct tape. But then it smells of gunpowder. Yeah, so
1: I mean, I at this point I'm just like, okay, I know what this is. Yeah, for sure. All
0: right. And then, it didn't sound like that. But an alarm goes off, and it turns out that they're shipping out. There's an emergency exercise, which I feel like, since like we haven't really had submarine warfare in a very, 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 very long time, uh, it feels like any movie with a submarine, it's just like always oh, just emergency exercises, and you know bad shit happening on emergency exercises. <laughs> and something you gotta wonder: why do they keep having all these exercises?
1: Cause you know you gotta stay ready, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, scared money don't make no money. So mm-hmm. that's true. That's Not I'm Not sure how that
0: applies, but, uh, no, but it, yeah, uh, it doesn't. But um, <laughs> so then, Whittaker is giving some orders to descend. <laughs> Monk is running to the exit and he tries to get out of the hatch, um, and then he has to get pulled away by uh, by some some semen. Um, and uh, <laughs> yep, there's he, he there's, has several that there's, there's there's semen all over him at this point. Um, Yeah, I'm honestly
1: so pissed I didn't
0: get to make a reference to like down the hatch when when they first went down. Oh, sorry about that, but uh, I'm now I'm glad that you didn't. Um, (laughs) And so yeah, then they get they get put in front of Whitaker and they have to introduce themselves. Uh, Yeah,
1: they introduce themselves, and obviously, as we all know, uh, Captain Whitaker is not very stoked on the idea of having civilians on a submarine. Uh, Which, to be fair, I'm sure there's a liability uh, issue there Mm -hmm. and. As we're about to find out later, uh, you know he can't be he can't afford to
0: have any more mistakes. Yes, and I also the thing that really strikes me though is that I can't imagine that there will be a time when like the timeline just doesn't make any sense for me because they're still so close st- to land where they can not just not turn just around. That, and they- but st- that Steven is so. The alarm goes off within three minutes of them getting onto the submarine, right? And so that means that yeah. Steven wasn't on the submarine three minutes beforehand. And so if the if the alarm had went off three minutes before that, would they just have not had their doctor on board? Like, you would think before that they do anything like that, they do, like, a, a checklist to see, make sure everyone's on board. Because they're on short leave. That's, if they're free to leave whenever they want, it seems like.
1: That's true. No, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, no, that's... I mean, obviously... He's not the clearest thinker in, in this time. Well, no.
0: I think specifically, I think it's just that there's... A, you talk about there being a liability with civilians on board. I assume that that just means that, they're, that they would make sure that there are no civilians on board before they left.
1: Um, as
0: we know, Captain Whitaker does not run a tight ship. No, he doesn't. But he is very much channeling... Uh, it really just feels like he's just trying to do Jack Nicholson in front of you, good men. It's just, It really is like... Oh, yeah. I guess I can kind of see that. Yeah. I, as, yeah, it... He doesn't have the the, the. the one of my big flaws, not flaws, but I kind of wish that. I like whenever there was an. Uh, Jessup? Was that his yes, name? Yes, Nathan Jessup. They The name Nathan, too, is what made me think about it. So, oh, um, yeah. But um, that. It, whenever whenever's like a military bad guy who killed someone else in the military. It's always, I think, better when the storyline is like, I was doing what I had to do. Whereas this, he's just like a regular idiot who was covering his own ass. Because I always like when it's just like, the, you think you're safe. I had to murder this person in cold blood or else you wouldn't be safe. How? I don't need to explain myself to you. You know, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, you gotcha. Yeah. Because, uh... If he if, does have a God complex, though. Yeah, if I didn't know any better, you... I would say that they just, you know, like to hurt people and then say that it's to protect us. But anyway. Um, so, Monk introduced himself and he calls Natalie his former assistant, which I think is funny. Um... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Stephen explains why Monk's there, but um, you know Whitaker is like, "What do you mean? There's no crime scene, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Yeah, he's
1: not—he's not exactly, uh, you know. Obviously, like I said before, he's not excited about the fact that he's here. Um, but you know, Monk offers him a lifeline. Uh, you know, uh, maybe they can pay for their way out of there because yeah. uh, you know uh, they got a very rich uh, donor An on board—an heiress. Yeah. Um, the heiress to the Davenport toothpaste are on. Surely she'll buy them out of this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Whitaker mm-hmm. uh, plays it completely straight that it, this is a
0: serious thing and they're just going to be stuck there. And, that's all and it then is. Natalie does something really shameful. She says the worst words in the world I am a taxpayer. Just really Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The taxpayer Yeah. The woke.
0: civic version of the say, someone saying to a professional athlete, I pay your salary. Um, yeah. Just yeah. like the worst anxious she orders to take them away back but then you know can't um and Monk is you know Natalie's like Monk's barely hanging on you know like how is he uh you know etc etc and then we see Monk talking to someone talking about how you know this doesn't feel like it's this doesn't feel man-made it feels like a living thing like I'm being digested
1: yeah he's on some Captain Ahab shit right now mm. just really losing it but who um, is he talking to uh, he's talking to Dr. Bell, mm-hmm. wouldn't you know it, he happened to he happened to get there right when the boat was taken off mm-hmm. in three minutes, and, uh, you know, he's got
0: a sixth sense about this kind of yes. thing. And then, of course, when they cut to another angle, Dr. Bell is, uh, not there, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Monk is, uh, you know, I don't know what you call that, um, you know, scientifically, but... He's hallucinating. He's imagining um, things. Yeah.
0: He's imagining things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Steven, he's, you know, uh... He says it's, not, it's a coping mechanism. All things being equal, it's probably better that he's there. Um, and then we hear from one side of the conversation where Monk says, What? Oh, I don't think a Medal of Honor is a bit too far. Um, which is fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, No. Now that, now that I just think about it, like the fact that Catherine uh, Randian is playing a doctor,
0: now that's funny to me. Yeah. I
1: didn't even, even remember that he played the doctor.
0: Um, Go on. Casper. He also honestly has aged very well. He looks really good for being like 12 years after Starship Peppers. Um, yeah. And so then Monk's on the phone with Disher and wants to do some research about the murder victim. Um, and says he's on a submarine, which of course Randy doesn't believe. But then he says, I'd be going crazy if Dr. Bell wasn't here. And then he puts Dr. <sighs> Bell on the phone, um, which of course. Yeah. And
1: yeah, and there's like, uh, what, 20 seconds of silence? Mm-hmm. Um... You know, normally, I think, like, in season two, this probably would have irritated me, but, like, at this point, don't even
0: care anymore. Yeah. Um, No, I think the difference is, in season two, it would have gone for a minute, is the thing. That's Um, Yeah, 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 that's true. um, Yeah, the thing, I I think the Dr. Bell thing is actually less annoying than I think it sounds like on its face, because it's a bit unrealistic, but no one really questions it, everyone just keeps it moving, which I think is good, because if they dwelled on it, it would be uncomfortable in a way that wouldn't be funny.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, that's completely right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, while he's imagining Dr. Bell on there, um, he's giving him, like, the breakdown mm-hmm. on, or Stephen's giving him the breakdown,
0: right? Yeah.
1: Further? Yeah, about, like, how, uh, you know, I couldn't, just everything that
0: we've already heard, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, t- I'll be honest with you, the details of the case are not important because the solution to it's very easy, which I think is another thing that I don't like. Um, right,
1: but I think this is where we first find out That it smells like gunpowder uh, No, we
0: find out about that in the first scene Where he first gets it And then when he shows it to Dr. Bell oh, okay, yeah. okay, cool but I didn't anyway, remember the gunpowder being mentioned yeah. Then uh, Stephen puts Natalie in the infirmary Because it's the only place with privacy Because she's the only woman that they've seen Since they left port
1: yeah, he uh, I mean, he kind of says it in like a weird ass way, which I mean, if he's trying to protect her great. Um, but yeah, it definitely I mean, made it, it sound like it definitely made it sound like all these dudes are like horny pirates from like the 1600s. I mean, s-
0: that is the what they're going on. And that this is a this is like a trope definitely in um a lot of things whenever there's like a woman who's gets in like an all male thing, it's like oh, these guys they haven't seen so so you know. And it's like, wow, that really reflects well great. That reflects great on the <laughs> US armed services. Um, right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole, one of the main plot points of the film Alien 3, which is actually prisoners and not uh, armed forces people, so it actually doesn't make sense as I say it out loud. But uh, yeah, just, it's, it's not, it's it definitely, I don't know if it has a TV tropes page, but like the, we gotta put you separate because these guys haven't seen a woman in forever is definitely a thing. Yes, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. And uh, he says, um,. You know, I wonder what would have happened if uh, we met first, if you if you met me first before Mitch. Uh,
1: yeah, man, this is, like, a, you know, it was already kind of weird first, um, but now it's, like, officially moved on to, like, the
0: Jesus Christ,
1: um, man, just keep in your fucking pants. Exactly.
0: I, if I had a red card on me, I'd pull it out. He's out. You know, like, the, she's, honestly, I, I, it gets worse. Go to horny jail, bonk. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. He really, he needs to get, oh, yeah. And Well, I have a whole spiel when we get to the, the other scene with it, but... It's just really because and then Natalie points out that she actually did meet him first, but he was with a fiance who apparently sobered up and realized that she could do better. Um, which, uh, I mean, if we're going by physical looks, uh, I don't think so. Like, no,
1: I, yeah, I'd be curious to see who the other person was. Yeah, he's
0: really good looking, <laughs> you know, like, there's a you know, um, but uh, and uh, yeah, he says it's hard to meet a woman on the job, it's not co-ed. Um, and uh, of course, there are, but plays. it is now, it is now, yeah, yeah. And also, like, you can meet women outside of your job. In fact, in this day and age, you probably should try. Um, <laughs> but Wait, was it really not co-ed back then either? No, I think it... I actually don't know. I feel like it probably is at this point.
1: That seems I, insane. Yeah, I
0: can't imagine that there's anything except for maybe, like, the front lines of the Marines that isn't co-ed. Because with the submarine, there's nothing that you couldn't do if you're a woman. <laughs> like, Right, yeah. It's very specifically, you're not actually doing any physical combat. Like, that's kind of the part of being on a submarine. Um, yeah. Um, But anyway, Monk is at uh, Whitaker's door, and he asks for permission to come aboard, and of course, permission gets denied, but then he insists, and um, we learn that Whitaker's father was the Secretary of the Navy, which, um, just if I can connect it back to A Few Good Men, uh, Tom Cruise's character in A Few Good Men, his father, deceased former Attorney General. You know, there's just a lot of, you know, just people trying to make their fathers proud. this I app, need to watch uh, that movie again. It's one of my favorites of all time, which is how I know these things. But uh, ah, yeah, okay, it's a great movie. It's it's so much more than just the you can't handle the truth. Although the you can't handle the truth is still the best part. It, I mean it's great.
1: Yeah, um, and so you know Captain Whitaker is a total dick uh, yeah. to Monk this whole time, and just basically tries to poo poo the whole thing as saying like the oh, NCIS report. Mark Harmon, he said that it was all mm-hmm. good. Like, well, then, no, no, this it. is on
0: the West Coast, so it would actually be L. Cool J and Chris O'Donnell. Um, okay, fine, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Eric Oh my Olson god and who else? Eric Christian Olsen's on it uh, I forget what the main woman's name is And Linda Hunt was on it for a while But I don't think she is anymore um, I don't even know
1: who the fuck Linda Hunt is She's
0: like the 4 foot 8 woman Who's the only person to win an Oscar For playing a character of a different uh, gender She played like a small man In the Year of Living Dangerous thing Like 1977 and she won an Oscar Because she's like 4 foot 8 um, Anyway uh, That's what Linda wow. Hunt is Oh, that lady. Okay, I just looked at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So anyway, that's who's on NCIS Los Angeles. At least the, in the main... Oh, it's like... The character's name is Keely, but I don't remember what the actress's name was. She wasn't famous. Anyway, I hope she's doing well. So, um, you know... Uh, he's, yeah, like you just said that, and... We know, he notes that there was a... Monk notes it was the second drill of the day, but is that normal? And of course, it's not. But Whitaker says, "My job is to prepare these children for battle. War isn't on schedule, or whatever. Some bullshit. Like he's just covering his ass." Um, yeah, war is not tidy. But then he says that he doesn't want to see Monk again, even though they're not celebrating so together.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know that's that'll be tough. But they're gonna make the. He's gonna try the best he can. But yeah, and he just pretty much turns his back to Monk, and while he does that, him and Doctor Bell uh, mm-hmm. sneak into the trash and take his little uh,
0: what I thought was a beer bottle,
1: yeah, but it's a soda uh, bottle. Yeah, it's a soda bottle, which I'm actually relieved that he's not drinking on the job. Yeah, least.
0: probably. Yeah, not great. If he's drinking on the job, he's a commander. Um, and, uh, so, yeah. So they hold it up to the plastic that they found, and it looks like a match. And I do love that Dr. Bell's like, You've done it again. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector like Rosando's
0: voice really comes in handy for this episode. Um, yes. Uh, um,
1: yeah, so basically what he. What he's done again is basically figured out the whole apparatus behind um, some part of the murder. Yeah, which is it's a basically it's a makeshift silencer. You put a bottle over the you know the barrel of the gun, mm-hmm. and then you you know tape it real nice and tight, and uh, that's gonna muffle the sound.
0: I'll just say this: I'm not a gun expert. Zero percent chance that this actually silences it a lot. I, it might silence it a little bit, but not enough we could get away with it on a. on a submarine submarine, yeah Yeah. Um, not only that but isn't it like dangerous to shoot a gun inside yes although although if going through the human skull you'd be fine because it would slow down enough Um, I mean a lot of times a bullet will get like even lodged in the brain like it's a pretty the human skull's pretty tough I don't know if you know that so um yeah yeah Yeah. you're correct it is but if you're doing it from point blank at someone's skull you're fine
1: also uh I know that Mr. French uh, used that method in The Departed yet another reference to that movie Mm -hmm. um Mm-hmm. And uh, it, did, it definitely did not do the job.
0: No. I, and also, the thing, too, about how, like, you know, like, um, one of the most commonly big movie, mis- movie mistakes the internet points out is that how silencers really don't silence stuff almost at all. Like, because in movies, silencer's are like, thoom, thoom, yeah. Whereas in real life, it's more like, pff, 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 pff. like, it's still, like, I think it's like still, it only cuts, like, the decibels in like half. So if you shoot someone with a silencer, yeah, you'll hear it, like, 100 feet away, but you'll still hear it with your, like, 50 feet away um anyway yeah so uh Monk concludes that he's the guy and then we go into the mess hall um and uh this is where the the, the cadets and they're not cadets but like with the low ranking guys say about uh Steven that uh the target's been acquired in referring to Natalie Teeger well respected member of the community mother of one the target has been acquired great stuff
1: yeah, a.k.a. you know that these guys are just chatting it up about chicks that they want to stuff. So, you know, that yeah. came up, which is
0: not great. Yeah, definitely not, um, yeah. Not a great, probably not a great work environment. Um, so, uh, Monk can't eat, and, um, he, and Dr. Bell's sitting at the table with them, and someone ordered the vegetarian meal, and Monk keeps trying to gesture to give it to Dr. Bell, but, uh, of course Dr. Bell isn't there, um... But anyway, we learned here, though, that Whitaker and Pierce were very close. They were in the Gulf War together.
1: Yeah, um, and it's funny. When I first listened to this, I actually thought that he said they used to play golf together. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> um, so, so like, a little bit – like they get interrupted by a little bit of sea turbulence. Um, yes. Which would terrify the fuck out of me. Oh, so. for sure.
0: There's no windows. Oh, my God. You can't see what
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, it's, and you're just like, well, well what would a sea, tr- what would a sea like, tor- like uh, earthquake do to you, right? Like, what would it do? Oh, you mean a tsunami? If you're in the
0: ocean, yeah. If you're in the ocean, I don't even know, man. I don't even want to think about that. That's not good at all. That's well, anyway. So it, it, it gets
1: some, yeah. It gets some like pan. It gets monk panicking, and you know the two cadets mentioned like, oh man. Well, see, I want to know they are might- not cadets because if
0: they're cadets, they would still be in the naval academy. Okay, fine. Two, uh, what do you or whatever. Seamen, yeah. Two, uh, two sperms, no. Um, two so, sailors? Yeah. Yes. Sir.
1: Okay, so two sailors are in there, and, 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 I mean, so they basically say, like, oh, well, it's a good thing you weren't here in January, too, because, um, it was even worse then, and they explained that it was because they hit a mountain.
0: Yes. Yeah, so a hit, sea mountain. They didn't see, because apparently there was an old navigation chart that was being used, and so they missed the sea mountain, And Monk is, of course, understandably perplexed. Like, how the fuck do you miss a mountain? Um, But it is. How do they
1: like get out of that situation?
0: I honestly don't know. Submarines, I assume, are pretty strong for this reason. But uh, yeah, less than ideal to uh, to to hit a mountain. And then we get to the scene, which okay, Steve comes in. He's got to grab a book. "Quote unquote, grab a book. Grab. This guy. Ugh. Just tell tell me. Let's switch roles. You say what happens because I need to react."
1: Yeah, so basically, uh, yeah, Steve just comes in and interrupts Natalie while she's in bed reading something, and, uh, you know, she's like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm coming here because I I left my book uh, behind. And she's like, what book? The Art of War by Sun Tzu. I guess the best book about male and female relationships? Sure. Yeah. Um, And, you know, he's, like, looking around, and he kind of, like, pokes behind her. Uh, Oh, no, sorry. He, like... Reaches his arm behind where she's laying down, and he looks a little disappointed. And she's like, "Why? Why are you like why?" He's like, "Oh, because I found the book." Um, and then they kind of have this like weird moment where they're like looking at each other and talking, and mm-hmm. then they kiss. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that Steve wants to go a little further, but Natalie, you know, shuts it down because you know. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, All right. So this is what I, this is what my notes say in order. He should be court-martialed. No, actually, wait a No, sorry. Truly despicable behavior. He should be court-martialed. Executed. I'm sorry, I'm <sighs> anti-prison, but Gitmo needs one more prisoner. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Yeah, Is man. that any of that unfair?
1: No, 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 no. Um, You know, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I just... Dude, there's, like, so many other things that are at stake here, bro. Like, you can't be
0: thinking with your dick right now. Uh, exactly. And so then Monk gets to his bunk. And um, he asked three times, does it fold out? Because it's very small. Uh, and I do like the line where the one of the uh, seamen says, it's more comfortable than it looks. And Monk says, well, it, it almost have to be. <laughs> um, yeah. But, the, of course, there's a problem. Where's Dr. Bell going to sleep? Um, he can sleep with Monk. Um, yeah. yeah, bunk up, baby. No, he can sleep where Jonesy slept, because Jonesy broke his neck when they hit the mountain, and he actually just died a week ago. Yeah, um, old Jonesy's in uh, Davy Jones's locker. Yes. Uh, and so, Monk puts together that that was the same day, same day Pierce died. Um, and then he gets a call from Disher. Well, he's on the phone with Disher. And Pierce's family says that he would never commit suicide because he was a Catholic. And he had also made an appointment with a criminal attorney for the next week. Yeah, but uh,
1: unfortunately for Disher... Uh, Pierce's attorney wouldn't spill what it was about because it's a client,
0: attorney, privilege, yada, 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 which, um,
1: yeah, man, have respect for the... Yeah, he he pooh-poohs that.
0: It's like, yeah, like, that's... I'm glad. Um, But then Monk's like, what is that? And he pulls out... There's the old navigation charts, and those, the charts, there's none there. They're they're missing. Yeah, so uh, some chicanery is going on. So Monk goes to update Whitaker on the investigation, and he says... That he's getting <laughs> He doesn't go there. He doesn't go. He doesn't go there to, to update him. He goes there to confront him. Right, right, right. Yeah, because he says he has the who and the why, but he doesn't know the how.
1: Yeah, and he basically straight up just admits uh, to Whitaker that he thinks he did it, mm-hmm. and it had to do with the accident that happened last January, mm-hmm. and he deduces that specifically he switched charts with Pierce, because I guess Pierce had like the right charts.
0: No, the he no he well the the right charts were in place. Because he just made an error, right? Oh, but so then they switched okay. out charts to make it seem like they were issued the old charts. that the only ones they had with the old charts, right? Okay, that's what it was. Um, and Pierce and yeah, helped so him he did- with that because Pierce was in charge of navigation. Well, not in charge. He was. He had some re- ability to do that,
1: right? And so you know, in order for like Whittaker to not have been at fault about this, and um, you know, Monk also deduces that or or suggests that maybe Pierce was going to confess. And that's why Whitaker had to kill him, yeah. um, and, you know,
0: yeah. yeah. And then uh, Whitaker says, you know, it was a suicide, you know how I know? Because I said it was. When I'm on this ship, I am the Lord thy God. I am Jehovah. And William of is really going for it here, which I appreciate. I feel like there's not enough not enough of the bad guys in this show really are like, I'm going to try to get a best guest star on a drama Emmy. And he really is trying for it, and I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I mean, if this were, like, any other show, I'd probably, like, be super into it, but I was just like, all right, man, you're on Monk. Like, relax.
0: That is true. I think that, yeah, I definitely... Uh, he. I think he doesn't understand what show he's on, which is fine. I don't mind it, um, but it definitely is, like... Yeah. Especially because... I think the reason why it feels kind of incongruous is because his reasoning is to save himself. Whereas in the way that, the reason why the Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men works is because he really believes what he's saying. Like he has no self-doubt. He genuinely believes that if they didn't murder, uh, what is, God, how do I forget his name? But anyway, the guy that they murder, uh, that America would be less safe, which is stupid because they're defending the Cuban border in Guantanamo Bay. That's not really... Like, what the fuck's gonna happen? Someone's gonna try to run across it? Like, that's so stupid. Anyway.
1: But he actually Get believes that he's
0: keeping America safer, whereas this guy's just trying to cover his, save his own career, so, like, the whole I'm God doesn't really work. Yeah, agreed. Anyway. Um, but then he says, you know, you're having a breakdown, you're delusional, and then, of course, Mike says, you tell him, Dr. Bell, and so, you know, they prove he's delusional.
1: Yeah. Um, and so we, uh, we cut from there, mm-hmm. and I guess Natalie gets a note Um, And it appears to be from Steven Mm -hmm. uh, telling them to meet in compartment 33. Um, Because it looks like he's got some news to share with them. Yes. So, Monk and Nally, you know, shimmy their way on over to uh, compartment 33 and uh, they go inside and they, you know, to go investigate. And Monk pretty clearly realizes that this is is a trap. Yes. Um, This is not what it's looking like it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So, right when they're about to do that, Bam, the door gets shut on them. And uh, it turns out they are
0: in the ballast uh, yeah. tank. Which is the thing I think it makes it go down. Um, you know, makes it okay. sink. And so, right. um, they, uh, Whitaker orders them to start sinking. And as they do, the water begins to fill the room. Um, and bad news for Monk, Monk can't swim. Although Natalie notes that swimming is not going to be the problem.
1: Yeah. Um, wait, what is the bomb? Well, they're going to drown. The point being that oh, right. who cares if he can't oh, and he swim. Doesn't know how to, and, he, and he doesn't know how to drown either. Yeah.
0: Because uh, he has, you know, he's like, the ocean's in my pants, you know. Um, yeah. And they're yelling for Dr. Bell, which, of course, Dr. Bell is not real. Uh, but, um, but Steve is looking for them as they start to drown, as the water gets up. Yeah. You know, they're floating at the top. Right. Uh, and... He's, you know, he eventually finds the note because thankfully for Monk, Dr. Bell isn't real because Monk handed the note to Dr. Bell before they went in. Right. And so it fell to the floor. And so then Steve runs to the deck, well, runs to like the control room and confronts Whitaker.
1: Yeah. Um, And he tells him that there are two people in the ballast tank. And, um, you know, Whitaker tells him that's impossible. And Steve hands him the note and says, no, I know for a fact that there are two people in there. So, like, put this, like, end this, and uh, he just simply just replies with surface. He gives a yeah, command. Yeah, he gives and up. Yeah. Yeah, he
0: gives up. Yeah. Um, and so then, as Monk's about to do here's What Happened, he says, I'm gonna let Dr. Bell explain, which I think is funny. But then he explains, and what, what what's the here's What Happened?
1: Okay, essentially the sound that we heard, well, we already went through, like, the other part of yeah. it, but essentially how the crime scene was set up was that what we heard was actually a firecracker mm-hmm. um, that went off in the room. So... Apparently it was triggered with a cigarette.
0: Yeah, because the cigarette was like a fuse.
1: Yeah, the cigarette was a fuse. Okay, but what I was confused about—no pun intended—was when did he take the cigarette and put it in the vent? Five, right before he called
0: the exercise. So like five minutes.
1: Okay. Got. Oh, after it had
0: been lit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He lit the cigarette uh, and he, it works as a fuse because it takes you know several minutes for a cigarette to burn up. Um, right.
1: Uh, so yeah, he did that And so he knew that he needed to be back At the control mm-hmm. station So this would buy him the time to do that um, And yeah, as soon as he was done with the cigarette He hid inside the vent And um, and then, you know, they went back They went to go look for him again And at that point Oh, and he had killed him with the bottle yeah. also, obviously um, So then they come back And so while they're investigating all the shit He basically puts the key to the room Inside of his pocket mm-hmm. while nobody was paying attention
0: Yes So, um uh, he immediately gives up and he says I hope the Navy does the job as well as you do Mr. Monk which I just don't like I think that's really weak Um, like I don't like how he's <laughs> not indignant about it like he's kind of just it's, it's, I actually don't understand his character at all because like he simultaneously talks about how honorable the Navy is but then he's covering his own ass but then he's like says he's God but then when he's he puts up no fight once Monk confronts him really so whatever. yeah yeah and then yeah. we get the end scene where they're outside the sub and uh, we learn that Steve's shipping out until Christmas but um, Natalie will make him hot cocoa when he comes back. Um, just really... With marshmallows. Yeah, just really horrible stuff. Um, Mitch is definitely looking up at them with disdain. I say that because, remember, he, st- he stole the shit. He stole-, he-, he stole supplies, like, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, no. He's looking down <laughs> at them, probably. Um, and he's a coward. Yeah, he's coward. He was a coward. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, they talk... There's a fun bit where the real Dr. Bell shows up. And um, I don't know. It's it's kind of silly. I I'm, I don't even want to have to explain it. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Then the episode ends. What do you give it out of ten? Um, I gave it a seven out of ten. I gave it a seven out of ten out, of 10 out of as well. It's not yeah, it's whatever. Um, but uh, what isn't whatever is following us on Twitter at Monk, and Andre people we'll Follow you. Uh, you can follow me at Andre Burr. And you can follow me at the Jake Christie. Please review, subscribe, uh, and uh, you know share the podcast with the biggest bunk fan in your life. But more important than that, tune in later this week as we talk about Mister Bunk falls in love.
1: Hmm, let's get monkey.